Hello, creeps and ghouls. You're listening to Martell's Movie Madness with your host, Ryan Martell and Cagney Larkin. So grab your popcorn and try to survive the movie madness. <laughs> picture of a young Kevin Smith, some dude in a movie shirt. And a movie shirt? That one chick that's in a bunch of movies, but I can't remember her name. I can't that's see. That's Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow. And that's Moby. Gwyneth Paltrow. That's Moby. That's Kevin Smith, Gwyneth Paltrow. We don't, we do not over here. No. Why? She's, she's a bad woman. She sucks. Are we? Yeah, we're recording. Oh, hey y'all, welcome to Martell's Movie Madness. Hi. I'm Ryan Martell, your host, as always, and I'm here with... Amanda? Amanda. Amanda is filling in for Cagney, because Cagney's being a little pooped. He's a little pooped out. He's a little pooped out. There's only two microphones. (laughs) He's a little pooped out. No, he's tired. Keep talking for me real quick. it's his birthday tomorrow, so... He, he, uh, yeah, he deserves it. He deserves it. He just didn't want a podcast. He was not feeling it. So, me and Amanda are doing the pod. But we haven't done one since the day we did the double feature mm-hmm. in February. Our January. last one was the My Bloody Valentine episode. Yep. We're back, though. Took a uh, took a brief hiatus. Yeah. For no good reason, really. Just didn't want to do it. Rest is important. Mm-hmm. And now we're back, fresh off of coffin tooth this weekend. Me and Cagney that is. Literally. And fresh. Bobby. We just got home. Literally just got home a few hours ago. Mm-hmm. I'm tired as hell. It's one of those uh. <laughs> the energy on this episode is probably going to be super low. I'm not tired, but, but I'm uh, matching your energy. But yeah, we're going to have a like, little chill, laid-back episode. It's we're going to listen to the listen to the smooth sounds of the rain. Smooth. <clears throat> and uh, we'll start Grandma tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, Grandma starts tomorrow. Shoots through Friday on Cagney's birthday. It's Woke premieres March 23rd at Biz Art Video. Video. Come, come see it. It's Rock great. and Roll High School from the Art House to the Grind House at the IPH starts on March 24th at the Independent Picture House in Charlotte, North Carolina, which will also show it. Well, it shows Friday, March 24th, Saturday, March 25th, both at 9:15 p.m. And then on Wednesday the 29th at 7.15 p.m. So plenty of chances if you live in the Charlotte area to go check that one out. I wish that like back in the <clears> day <throat> when they had people and you called the theater and they would tell you the movie time. Yeah. I wish that you were the person that like I would call and you would tell me the movie time. <laughs> oh man, that would have been a great job to it have. It was like a really gentle Vincent Price guy. <laughs> 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 That's Okay, yeah, I like that. That's good. 
Well, I think I'm. I feel like I'm losing my voice a little bit at this point. Well, it was really fucking cold this weekend. Apparently. Yeah, it was. It was super cold, mm-hmm. windy. You. And uh, I had to squeal like a pig multiple times. That could be why. Do you want some tea after this? Mm, no. Okay. After then. I don't like hot tea. Okay. Yeah. No tea. It'd be okay. <laughs> I'll pour some honey straight down my throat if you got some. Yeah, I got honey. <laughs> um, what you been watching? Oh, a lot. A lot. Mm-hmm, me um, too. Because it's been a while, so I'm going to start with the things that Cagney and I watch together and then move into the things that I watch by myself since he's been filming so much recently. <coughs> so we watched the Paul T. Goldman finale, which yes. he had said a lot about that show, and the finale was just as on par for the, the wildness of everything mm-hmm. else. Um, we started to watch The Traitors, which is like a reality series where you have to guess who the traitor is in the house. And um, it was boring, so we didn't yeah. watch it. Uh, Assassination Nation at your birthday. Amazing, yeah. This art is the first time I've seen it. Yeah. Um, I loved it. It's a great movie. And this next one, Infinity Pool. Yes. Oh. It's on my list as well. It was so good. It was so good. I do appreciate the seizure warning because yeah. there was like parts of the movie I really could not watch, but everything that I could was delightful. Definitely very blinky at parts. <laughs> blinky is the right the right uh, word for that. Are you mm-hmm. laughing at us? Blinky, yeah. Blinky. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. It's a horny movie. Oh, it it's is very horny. Very movie. horny and. We will talk about, uh, well, let's go ahead and dive into that one real yeah, quick while we're here. Yeah, spoiler warning for Infinity Pool. <clears throat> uh, you and I both yes. had similar reactions in our pants to this movie. <laughs> I don't know about Cagney. He's a, Cagney's a little bit of a prude, you know, when it comes to things like that. But I got a little chubbed up at one point. I told you it was the, the aggressive handjob scene yeah. that did it for me. Yeah, it was like the entire movie and Mia Goth, but then just Ugh. everything compounded. Everything. When she led so the good. dog out, I was just like, I literally lost my yeah. mind for like 30 seconds. We've we figured out that Brandon Cronenberg's type of horny is not the same goopy uh, alien horny as his dad's. Yeah, he's, no. he's got a little bit more of a human horny yeah. to his movies, but uh, still very horny. Far from the course for Cronenberg movies. Yeah, it was it was really really good, and it made me want to watch um, Possessor again. Yeah, it did. It made me want to watch Possessor again mm-hmm. too. I need to watch that, and like, I want to watch Pearl and X back to back. Oh, Pearl and yeah. X back to back is how I first watched them, and <clears throat> it's it's the way to yeah, go. I can't X wait for Pearl. Maxine, or yeah, X to Pearl. I can't mm-hmm. wait for Maxine to get the triple yeah. feature. It's gonna be sick. Yes. Okay, uh, watched Old mm-hmm. and The Visit. We had a Shyamalan weekend. Oh, Shyamalan. Uh, I really liked them both. Mm-hmm. Um, Final Flesh, which <laughs> it's a shame that you're not podcasting because I can't really begin to explain this one. It was like a script sent to four individual video companies that make fetish content. Like, yeah. Uh, custom fetish content. Mm-hmm. And they did this. Like, they did the movie, and it was a very interesting adventure. Um, I 
still think you should watch it if you haven't. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I do want to watch it. PFR. Yeah. Yeah. Who? PFR. 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 That's what I said. Shivering Truth, Wonder Shows, and Xavier Delocated. Okay. Harshy Holler. Harshy Holler. So we only have two mics, but come back. Come, uh, come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. I unironically listen to that song all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a fun song. It is a fun song. Uh, we watched You People, which is like a Netflix movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was good. I enjoyed it for what it was. Uh, we've been watching Poker Face. Poker Face. Which I think you're waiting for it all to come out so you can watch yeah, it. Yeah, right? yeah, I want to binge the whole thing. Yeah, we can talk about it season. after you watch it because you have to. It's, it's mm-hmm. a high recommendation. Um, the Man Who Thinks He's It. Is that Alan Partridge? The stand-up yeah. special, yeah. Yeah, that was his stand-up special. And it was Steve really Coogan. Entertaining. Steve Coogan. Yeah. See, I know that he's the character Alan Partridge, mm-hmm. so in my mind that's just his name. But, no, it was really good. It was fun. Um, Hamlet 2, then, after that, which I liked a lot more than I thought it would. Uh... We've been watching The Last of Us. I think we have one left to go. Because mm-hmm. you're not watching it. No, I watched that first episode with you guys. and then Oh, that's right. I haven't really, because I don't have HBO Max, so it's impossible for me to watch it right now. I will say one of the things that I think is really cool about the show is um, the actress that plays Ellie mm-hmm. wears a binder on and off throughout the show. And yeah. it's never like brought up um, in this last like all of the love that we've seen for the most part, the like the queer love stories outweigh yeah. the straight love stories. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but it's still a zombie show, so everything is sad. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but um, Yeah. We watched started watching Sweet Tooth, which I like, but we've just been watching other things instead. Mm. Um, so we're only like three episodes into that. We started Wilfred season two. I, I need to finish this show just to find yeah. out where it goes. Like, find out why everything is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on one second. <coughs> Ew. Bless you. Thank you. I know, I'm an angel. Thank you. Um, <laughs> knock at the cabin. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, my God. Knock That's a cabin. good one, too. Yes. Another one that I, I watched also. Do you want to talk about it real quick? Yeah, we can go ahead and talk about it. Okay. Um... I loved it. But yeah, I, loved, like, I liked the, it a the lot. The Four Horsemen, like the Apocalypse, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave Bautista, of course. Yes, Bautista is mwah, chef's guess in this. Yes. For he, sure. He really delivered mm-hmm. a great performance. Um, I liked it. Yeah, I liked it a lot, man. I thought it was uh, very fun. Well, not really fun, but like... It's fun. It's interesting, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, and Dave gives a great performance, and God bless M. Night Shyamalan for giving him the chance to shine, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Because up until now, he's mostly been in comedic or, like, action roles, mm-hmm. and, like, this is his first, like, pretty dramatic role, you know? So, yeah. kudos to Big Dave for that. And it was, even beyond dramatic, it was such <clears throat> a gentle role. Mm-hmm. Like, he was so soft. Yeah, he had this way of being intimidating, but also comforting at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Which is insane. <laughs> How does that work? 
because he's also yeah, an it's angel. Because, it is because it's Dave Batista, yeah. Yeah. Um, then we watched Cannibal the Musical, um, South Park Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. Mm-hmm. I loved Cannibal the Musical. Shut your fucking face, Uncle Fucker. South Park, I don't think will ever be. Because <laughs> it came out when I was in the third grade, so like. Yeah, yeah. But I've tried a couple of times, and it's just, I'm like, I don't know. But that's okay. It's not for everybody. Uh, I don't like a lot of South Park. I like, like, the first five or six seasons, and then, like, the shit, the movie, and then, like, I kind of fall out of it there, too. Yeah. Yeah. Then, um, we watched Woke. Woke. Which, again, can't wait. Mm -hmm. Can't wait for the premiere on, what, the 23rd? The 23rd, yeah. Okay, it's March at Bizart. March 23rd, Bizart Video. (laughs) Uh, 31, it's 3102, right? Is that it? 3102 so. Bizart? Yeah. It's Bizart video. Type it in Google, you'll find it. It'll be there. <laughs> then we watched um, Theory of Obscurity, which is a residence documentary. Yeah, I've watched that. It's fucking insane. It is, and yeah. we're going to see them in April. So I'm really... That's what I watched that night that I had the metaphysical experience at the end. I can see how that would happen yeah. with anything residence adjacent, though. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to get into that here because <laughs> this isn't that kind of podcast. I mean, it could be. Me and Cagney talk about the most random shit on here, so. It could be, but I just say energetically mm. that tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, Pray for the Devil, which. Oh, yeah. I, I saw that one in theaters. I wanted to hate this movie. Yeah. And I couldn't. Like, I really loved everything that they did with it. I went into it expecting it to be kind of like mild, you know, mm-hmm. just like a boo kind of spooky possession movie. Mm-hmm. And it was, but it was executed well enough, you know. It was, and I really like things um where the church is challenged. Yeah. And I liked how it wasn't just like, I want to be a female exorcist, that she was theologically challenging them because yeah. they, they literally didn't even have capability of think like or thinking like that. So, mm-hmm. um, um, what else? Oh, what the else? house that Jack built. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> I'm the odd man out here. Hey, that's I fine. Don't. I was good until it got to the part where he's, like, doing his monologue over all the different art pieces, and I was like, where (laughs) is this going? I loved the ending, though, but I wish it had come, like, an hour earlier. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, The creepy kid, though, very effective. Oh, you're talking about smiling? uh, (laughs) Grumpy? Grumpy? Yeah. Grumpy, yeah. Um, I'm totally fine with the way it is with, like, people from Oh, um, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Kyle? Nowichek. Nowichek. Yeah. He produced it, I think. Yeah. And it, but it was really good. It's worth a watch. Um, female friendship movie that actually, you know, made me cry, but the wind makes me cry, so that's not Yeah, shocking. yeah. Uh, Peacemaker. Oh, yeah, I love Peacemaker. I have to do the dance. <laughs> I can't, like, I can't not do it. Um, <clears throat> we started to watch A Quiet Place, but I... Just honestly, didn't have the attention span. It's quiet. Movie. It is, <laughs> and like I said, I just I just was full goblin mode that night, yeah. so I couldn't sit and watch mm-hmm. that movie. But I want to come back and finish it. Um, and then I'll save this one for last, so I'll skip on to what I watched. Um, I watched The Invitation, the okay. one that is the more recent one, and not the one with Logan Marshall Green. The one with um, 
the kid that was in it that played uh what was the little brother's name georgie yeah wasn't it him i don't think so um it's basically a horny vampire movie Oh, no, that's not this one. Right? Yeah, so, I mean, for There's what too it, many goddamn movies with the same name. There <laughs> are. Out of the two of them, The Invitation from 2015 is arguably the best. Yeah, well, there was another one from 2021. Another one? That was like, yeah, I think it was called The Invitation. Well, this one might be from 2021. But this one was like a, on, I don't know a, what the fuck it was, but Google it wasn't break. a, didn't feel like a horny vampire this movie one's from, from the. 2022. Yeah, I don't think that's the one I'm talking about. And yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of like a Dracula's Bride situation. So for what it is, it's it's really good, but it's not a great movie. And it's got Natalie Emanuel yeah. from Game of Thrones. Uh, brand new cherry flavor. I watched it twice in one weekend. Hell yeah! How was that? Uh, incredible. I love that show. I. Really, it doesn't need a second season, but it's one of those things where I wish it wasn't <clears throat> a limited series. Yeah. But I really love that show. Um, watch. <coughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Sneezed on everybody. I watched The Magicians, uh, some Supernatural, some Scream Queens, because I was working from home all of last week. Or yeah. Weeks before. Um, then I had a musical weekend. Watched Ooh. Burlesque which is, and I stand by this, peak 2010s culture. Everything? Yeah. <laughs> um, scream, or burlesque, watch Grease. Then I watch Malignant again. Maligma! <laughs> I'm all, <laughs> Maligma what, Ryan? Maligma nuts. <laughs> I watched Cam. Cam is good. I, I love Cam, yeah. I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. The only thing I took issue was with uh, the resolution. Yeah. Because I wanted to find out who was running it. Mm. But I liked the movie. Um, I watched <clears> a series <throat> on Netflix called How to Build a Sex Room, which is a kinky HGTV show. Nice. But it actually is like really like educational as well. Um, so that was nice. Then I watched The Chef Show, Netflix Food Show. Um, I watched a movie called Things Seen and Heard. Yeah, you were telling yeah. me about that one. I... I have really conflicted feelings about it. Amanda Seyfried did a great mm. job. It's basically an Amityville horror adjacent with a lot of things more explicitly in my face than I would want them to be. Yeah. So, but that's okay. Um, then I watched Day Shift. Great vampire movie. Oh, yeah. On Netflix. Yeah. Vampires versus the Bronx, which I hadn't seen. Another fun one. Yeah. Yeah. Fun, fun, fun. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I watched it the year it came out for the 31 Days of Halloween, mm -hmm. for my 31 Days of Halloween. And I was, like, really kind of, like, expecting it not to be good at all. Like, I was like, this is going to probably be corny, mm -hmm. and I'm, like, just, like, dread, kind of dreading watching it. Yeah. But I was like, well, fuck it. It's on Netflix. easy to watch, you know. Short, mm -hmm. you know, so popped it on. I had a ton of fun with it. It was so good. It's got a great soundtrack. I love how how many different cultures we got to see represented yeah. within the Bronx. Yeah. It was really good. Um, then I watched this show on Netflix called Bonding, which is a uh -huh. really short episode 
it's like two seasons, each episode's like 20 minutes or less, show about a, a professional dominatrix and her assistant. Yeah. It was, it was pretty good, mm-hmm. um, enjoyable. Some things I didn't enjoy, but it was short, killed time. Then I started watching some X-Files again. And the last one, which we all saw together on Thursday. Yes. Scream 6. Scream 6. I think we're the only two that liked it. Yeah, I think we were out of our friend group. I think we're the only two. Well, Blair. But you, you don't know Blair. So, I don't but know Blair. Blair did love it, too. So we got a, we got a third. Wait, Blair from... From Intention. Yeah, I yeah. know Blair. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know Blair now, so he's yeah. he's he's our third. Okay, good taste, my friend. We need one more so we can have the core four. The core four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the core four with good taste. I loved it. I thought it was like the <clears throat> screamiest of scream movies since. Yeah. So Cagney trips me out because like. <laughs> oh no. Uh, and I I kind of like I, I mentioned this to him off off air too, so I'm like I'm not like talking shit about him on the podcast like putting him on blast or anything but he he has this weird habit of like he'll say yeah it was all right i kind of liked it and then like two minutes later he's like yeah i hated it i fucking hated it no he says the other way around well you'll say you'll say you hated a movie but then you'll also but you'll you'll either say you hated it first and then be like talking about how you did like it a little bit or you'll say you liked it but then you'll like when you're talking to another person you're like yeah i hated that movie and then, like, you start kind of, like, kind of backpedaling on the hated it thing. It's not a big deal. I don't know why you're acting like I'm attacking you. I, I'm just, I, I'm I, just pointing you? out a, it's, it's pointing out a, a quirk of, of yours. That can you a have. man not be conflicted? But the same thing happened with me with Looking In, like, three years ago. Yeah. I watched that movie, and I was completely blown away by it. And by the next day, I was like, you know, that was a good movie. But mm-hmm. there was a lot more that I didn't like about it, and I didn't yeah. have time to process. Scream 6, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Can a man not be conflicted about movies? No, you can be as conflicted as you want to be, but you know you didn't hate it. Because you, you, you obviously liked things about it. Yeah, so it's like, it. You did say you hated it. Oh, Maybe not Scream 6, but we were talking about, like I think, Halloween Ends or something like that, too. Uh, there was another movie that you, you were kind of like lukewarm on. But you were like, you just like, yeah, I hated that. But movie. you know what? With Halloween Ends, that was another one that I did also rapid yeah, cycle yeah. through feelings. Like at the end of the movie, I was so hyped, and yeah. then I was kind of like going through this roller coaster of like loved it and loved it. Mm, I holiday. I will say I liked Halloween Ends better on the first watch than on the rewatch for sure. Yeah, I think there was a lot of potential for mm. them to take different avenues, but that's what I think with this Scream movie. Like, we were talking the other night, like, mm-hmm. what if the next one was a stab movie? Yeah. So, there's, I think, a lot of potential for how they could wrap this up. Mm-hmm. But, that's all I've watched. Well, so. yeah, I mean, that was a good good list. It was a long list. You watched we a lot of good this. shit. <laughs> um, so, I mean, fuck, I guess I'll get into what I watch and now. I thought, I thought my list was long. Mine's not as long as it should be, because I've been watching a lot, a lot, a lot of WrestleMania. I've watched WrestleMania 1 through 25. I'm on 26 now, I think. It is. It's a lot. I didn't know Survivor is what I give y'all hell about. Oh, did I tell you we started the new season? Did uh-huh. I skip over that one? Yeah, we started yeah. season 44 and it's yeah. amazing. There's nothing wrong with liking Survivor, but you guys have killed like a million episodes really quick. 
That's because we both have the ability to just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what that weird jello door is. Yeah, I mean it's it it it's been what five months since you guys started watching Sur- binge and Survivor from well, the beginning. The thing with Survivor, we we did take a break because yeah. Gordon Ramsay superseded everything. Yeah. And... I sit here <laughs> saying this like I didn't kill six different Star Trek series within a year. Yeah, that's yeah. actually impressive because those things are dense. Oh, yeah. I left off. I don't know how Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh yeah, Buffy's great. Well, I don't know about the show, but I like the movie. I like the movie overall. I think yeah. it's superior. I like the show for the most part. Mm, I haven't watched the show, so I don't have any kind of like yeah basis for judgment on it. But I do have to say this. Uh, this goes back to like our little opening chatter that was <laughs> uh, supposed to be just random shit. Um, we had the best dang barbecue in Virginia this weekend. Yeah. I mean, we pull up at this gas station. There's a big ass sign. It just proclaims very boldly, "Best dang barbecue in Virginia." Best dang barbecue. And we had, we were like, we gotta get this barbecue. Like every, we had, we had a pretty stu- a pretty stacked breakfast that morning already. Mm-hmm. So we weren't really even hungry, but the the sign made us need some of their barbecue and we did we got we we both we each got a sandwich for now and a sandwich for later was it the best thing barbecue it was pretty fucking good your face it was pretty fucking good i'm not gonna lie listen like as far as virginia barbecue goes i don't have any other basis for comparison so yeah as far as i'm concerned best thing barbecue in virginia nice and uh they had brisket they had pulled pork they had fried chicken all kinds of good stuff going on. I'm not really a chicken <coughs> person. Yeah, we came back. I would get brisket. We got it on the way back to, and Bobby got brisket on a biscuit. And the ladies at the store were like baffled by this. They were so goddamn confused by the fact that he wanted his brisket on a biscuit. That's funny. And I'm just like, why is that weird? He's, he's, we're both, we're all like just perplexed. I don't know, maybe, because <clears throat> where, where in Virginia were y'all at? Uh, where were we in Virginia? I couldn't tell you. Um, so the place was called, the place was called Smiley's, uh, Fuel City. Because I was going to say, it's probably full of people barbecue. that just come through and get the same thing all the time. Yeah. And biscuit. I mean, and I don't doubt it. Like, they're like, oh, who are yeah. the city folk? And, and uh, oh, it was fucking great. Yeah. But to the, uh. Tater wedges were good, too. Okay. Yeah, so if you're going through Virginia, I don't know exactly what part of Virginia, but if you're going through Virginia and you need, and you need to stop and get some gas, the best dang barbecue in Virginia is that Smiley's Fuel City and Barbecue. You sound like you're about to go on, like, a long <clears throat> tail about some good <laughs> So if you're going through old You're looking in the, the caverns for ghosts and whatnot. Um, so, yeah. We, okay, so we got uh, Scream 6. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I liked it a lot. Four out of five. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't reinvent the wheel, but it does what it's supposed to do, and it does it mostly well. There's things mm-hmm. about it I don't like. Yeah. But, like, on the whole, movie's pretty damn good. I will say I felt kind of bad because there was that kid in the theater and like none of the scream movies have been 
oh, explicitly yeah. gory as this one. Yeah, well, four four was pretty pretty gory too, but like this one was. A blast. Yeah, yeah. The horniest scream movie too. We oh, had a lot of horniness God. going on. The first thirty minutes were yeah. like a fucking KY commercial. And not even like the uh just the the spoken horniness. Mm-hmm. But like the cinematography was horny too yeah. because like we were getting a lot of like angles that we don't normally see in screen mm-hmm. where we're, we're body parts are being accentuated and not just on the women too the men were getting it too because Chad was oh. Chad was looking good oh Chad oh Chad the twin yeah I was like there are men in this movie <laughs> Chad <laughs> and uh, they kept calling him cute boy but I can't remember his his actual name Danny Danny yes. Danny. Yes, so yeah. if you're a fan of beefcakes and a fan of uh, butts, there's plenty of butt shots in this movie. There's mm-hmm. plenty of beefcake, yeah. shirtless beefcake. So, uh, well, not plenty of it, but there's a little bit sprinkled in there. <clears throat> Could have been more. Could have been more beefcake. <laughs> there's always room for more beefcake. So, yeah, that was a four out of five. Knock at the cab, and we already talked about mm-hmm. and It's another four out of five, and then mm-hmm. Infinity Pool, five out of five, okay, all day, all day long, five out of five. Can't wait to see the uncut version. Oh my gosh, I just need to watch it again just to hear Mia Goth do that squeal that she does when yeah. they the car. I, I I gotta talk about a movie that's kind of controversial. I don't oh, know yeah, if I talked about it uh, on the podcast yet or not. Probably not. Um. But it's on my list, so I'm going to talk about it now. I'm not going to say much about it. Uh, Karate Ghost. Oh, okay. Formerly known as Black Belt Joe. Did we not already talk about this? Uh, we may have, but I didn't. I don't think I gave it a rating. And I'm giving it one now. Through no fault of the cast, crew, or directors, uh, this movie was just kind of a miss. Uh, there's multiple montages with no music there's very little score throughout the not our fault uh i just said that (laughs) there's very little score throughout the uh most of the movie and the saving grace of this film are my cameo the hard work of the crew Mm uh my good friend morrigan cagney's fucking silly shit and the end when it's over. I will say uh, I have not seen anything of this other than um, from the before times, mm-hmm. so that's why I'm silent. I have no. It's opinion. a it's a one out of five, and that's being nice. generous because I really think that with the correct editing, this movie could have been good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But it was uh, unfortunately not put together well. Well, what else? Uh, Nightmare Sisters. Ooh, what is this? This is a 80s campy demon movie where three uh, frumpy sorority girls, which they do a good job with the makeup of making them kind of look a little more uh, on the unattractive side. Yeah, homely, yeah. That's a good way to put it. Um... But it's Brink Stevens, Linnea mm. Quigley, and uh, Michelle Bauer. Okay. So, so it's like literally the three <laughs> hottest women in horror at the moment. And they're trying to make them look like ugly ducklings. And it just, you know, it kind of works. 
but they're not really that they're not really that until uh, but for like maybe five minutes of the movie and mm-hmm. then like the demons take them over and they're hot okay so like this movie's got a lot of nudity in it like i'm talking about throughout the movie there's maybe 25 percent of it where they're not naked or in some form of uh, undress that's a lot of yeah, that's about seventy five percent of nakedness. Nakedness. Um, we got a three way bath scene. A three way with bath the with scene. the girls. Yes. Okay. Uh, Linnea Quigley performs like a striptease rock and roll concert to a song that she was for her, one of her bands. Okay. Uh, it's fun. I need it's to so watch much this fun. <laughs> it is so much fun, and I got it from Vinegar Syndrome. Okay. And I think it might be on Tubi. But you can definitely check it. It's a David Dakota film, so or David Dakota, whatever, however you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Uh, also known as Richard Chasen, Dick Chasen, uh, the the guy who directed the thirteen thirteen Cougar Cult movie that I sent you the poster for. Yeah. Uh yeah, we need to watch that one for the pod one day. Okay, I'm down. And I'm have down. a good little uh, conversation. Oh no, I don't, I don't know if I like that or not. But that's a four out of five. Okay. Nightmare of Sisters. And then uh, Thriller, A Cruel Picture. Another Vinegar Syndrome pickup that I had. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a, I think it's Swedish. Um, don't quote me on that. I will. It's definitely it's foreign definitely. though. And uh, it's a movie about a girl who gets kidnapped hooked on heroin by her kidnapper and then is sex trafficked basically like she's been she's held hostage by her addiction to heroin to do sex uh traffic work in this brothel yeah and so she but she gets her revenge good on everybody i love that kind of movie uh she loses her eye early in the movie, so mm-hmm. she's got one eye, which is cool. She gets the eye patch. I think I'm, I this think is I'm the movie. This is the movie that Ellie Driver from Kill Bill is. Her character is based on the main character of this. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, um, pretty badass little movie. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, a little bit long. I think like it feels a little bit long. Uh, there's definitely like hardcore sex scenes in this with like actual penetration and stuff going on um but yeah everything is it's it's well made well acted for the time period this is like a uh i want to say it's a little bit on the lesser exploitative side of exploitation movies so it it feels it, it plays almost like an art film at times um, but I gave it a three out of five. I enjoyed it a lot. I want to watch the dubbed version and see if that affects my enjoyment. Cause sometimes I don't read subtitles as well. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, okay. I've been watching Amityville movies. Of course. I think I've maybe already talked about Amityville two and three on here. Maybe. Yes, I have. Okay. I have already talked about Amityville two and three. I watched Amityville 4, The Evil Escapes. Okay. Honestly, at this point in time, since I've, since I've watched it, like, months ago, mm-hmm. don't remember shit about it. Well, I but I do say... Evil well, probably escaped. Evil did escape. Um, I think there was a haunted clock or something in it. What 
Yeah, I don't know. Uh, something was something was something from the Amityville house. I think is what was in this. It wasn't. It's not. They don't actually from like four to the rest of them. I think none of them actually takes place in the Amityville um, house. Speaking of possessed pots. <clears throat> Don't go antiquing and stuff. Be careful, because you never know <laughs> when you're going to bring home the spirit in something. It's yeah. silly, but yeah. I'm Yeah, no, I, I, believe, I trust you. I, I'm yeah. not, no. I agree with you, I should say. Uh, <laughs> 2.5 out of 5 for The Evil Escapes, okay. Amityville 4. The Amityville Curse is another one. I watched that one on Tubi. The the 4 was on Shutter. This one's on Tubi. Uh, this one's a little bit better. According to my rating, I don't. Again, I don't remember shit about it. Well, we haven't point. done this in a long time. Uh, three out of five for Amityville Curse. Uh, we'll go back to Shutter. I only had that one thing on TV, so sorry about the demon. This was a movie that I almost watched that the other day. This was a movie that I think could have been good and oh, should, no. and it like had so much potential with the concept, but I feel like the execution wasn't for me. There's probably a lot of people who are gonna like love this movie. Mm -hmm. I'm not one of them. Okay. Uh, for me, it's just kind of okay. It's a 2.5 out of five, so it hits the middle of the road. But you know, it's not bad. It's just not good either. Well, that's good to know going into it because I almost yeah. watched that and I was just looking at like the the art that they had posted mm -hmm. up for it, and I was like, I don't know. Like, I need to wait. I mean, it has really fun moments. Like mm -hmm. the beginning of it, the opening is really strong, mm -hmm. and the end is really strong. But the middle, it's kind of like there's some clunk going on, okay. you know. Okay. Um, Clunky demons. In Search of Darkness, Part Three. Oh. Uh, another, the third in the Evergreen. trilogy of six-hour-long documentaries about '80s horror. This one actually, I think, was the best of the three so far mm -hmm. because we start talking about movies that literally aren't covered in any other documentary. But see, that's the thing, is that's what I expected from them the first time. Yeah, yeah. Because I backed it, and I didn't mm. expect it to be basically just Yeah, like I mean, in the first one, the, the first one they did have some hidden gems, but, like Fade to Black, yeah. and like stuff like that, but like, the second one they had even more, and then this one they're kind of like really deep diving. Like, they hit on a couple of things that are like kind of mainstream, but mm -hmm. mostly it's just... Straight deep dives. So that one's a four out of five. Uh, Phantom of the Mall, Eric's Revenge. <laughs> Watch this one as part of Joe Bob's uh, Valentine's special. He showed is that one of the ones. He showed? Yeah, that's one of the ones he showed for that. Uh, he actually married two people at the end of the show. Oh, it was nice. a like, wedding ceremony. It was it was really touching, dude. Like I cried. It made me cry. The the wedding ceremony did. Uh, 2.5 out of 5 for Eric's Revenge is fine. Okay. It's fine. Uh, Necromantic. Mm. This movie, I believe, is a German film, but it is about necrophiliacs, of course. Obviously. Um, and there's some real animal death in it. Uh, but it's an animal being cleaned to eat. So it's like, it's not senseless. So they just kill it for the movie. They were killing an animal to eat it, you know. Okay. Um, actually, yeah, no, they did kill the animal, but they skinned it and everything on in the in the movie. I'm sorry, I'm describing it very graphically right now. <laughs> yeah, like there's just <clears> some <throat> animal death. I'm gonna walk you through it explicitly. <laughs> you. But if the, okay, but see, so when I started out, I said it's a movie about necrophiliacs. <laughs> so if you're not put off by the necrophiliacs, but you are put off by the animal death, 
think there might be a little bit of priority reassignments that you need. Um, it's just been something. It's fine, you know. I, everybody's got different things that bother them, and animal death just has not ever been one of mine. I mean, I get it. Like when it's when it's a something like yeah, super excessive. Well, I get the context in which you're you know, saying it too. Like, yeah. It wasn't just done for the sake of being done. Like, that animal was actually being cleaned to be eaten. Mm -hmm. Like, probably in a stew with some vegetables, you know. I don't think... I'm I'm postulating here. Yeah, they cooked it in a stew. Wait, they're necrophiliacs, not cannibals. Yeah, yeah. Um, That one's on Shudder also. Okay. It was the second movie in Joe Bob's Valentine's special. Very romantic. Very romantic. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) But uh, the ending of this one, spoiler alert, I don't want to, well, I don't, I, are you guys going to watch it? Okay. I will at some point, but I don't care really. Okay, well, spoiler alert to anybody who cares about that shit. Uh, <laughs> the end scene is fucking phenomenal. It's literally boosted, it literally boosted this movie from a 2.5 to a 3. Oh. It's a dude, He he's jerking off and he commits suicide as he's coming and the cum is like shooting out and blood starts coming out too and it's 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 amazing it is wonderful you just have to see it and uh i will because i have eight million questions yeah it's it's a good one it is so so beautiful that 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 ending is just perfect the perfect ending for that movie especially okay okay um three out of five of course like i said Skinnamarink, oh, uh, that one, and I, I want to, I'm going to go ahead and say I want to give him credit, I want to give him credit for trying something new, trying something, taking a bold swing, they took a bold swing, you know, and for a lot of people it worked, and they loved it, and the, the subject matter is scary, the movie itself has an eerie vibe to it, but I would not say I was entertained at all by this. Yeah. Yeah, it's well uh, conceptualized. It was conceptual, but I think they went a little too conceptual with it. They should have, they should have given us a little more than they gave us, and what they gave us was basically nothing. See, I haven't watched it because I'm pursuing something that doesn't have vertigo, and I'm having doubts of that this year. I don't know what would trigger vertigo, but um. It's worth watching okay. for just for the simple fact that it is the only movie that's made like it's made. I'll see if I have the energy. Yeah, if you it. feel like if one day if you're just super fucking bored and like you got an hour and 40 minutes to kill okay. and don't mind seeing like the top of the wall and the ceiling in the frame the entire time, check it out, you know? Yeah, and again, you might like it. You might love Stupid it. Ass. Because a lot of the movie is in the sound design. I'm not going to lie. And I don't have the best sound setup at my house. Mm -hmm. This Cagney sound setup is a lot better than mine. You turn that shit up a little bit, watch it in the dark, it might be fucking way more effective. I want to watch Host on your laptop. Well, I will never. I don't. I don't. I know that it's a movie that's supposed to be like the the whole thing is a laptop is on a laptop or a computer, but like I cannot watch movies on anything but a TV. 
it it kills me. Like I can't do it. I just cannot focus. Damn, you know what I mean? What I like about them is I like watching movies for the background and for whatever mm-hmm. else is going on. So those movies are literally nothing but stuff for you to look at while yeah. things are happening. Okay. I feel you. Yeah. Well, Skinner Marie's a one out of five. <laughs> so, and then, and then, and then, and then, I want to say I, it was like way lower. I had given it a zero. Oh my gosh. When I first finished watching it, I give it a zero because I was pissed off. I was like, I felt like I, oh I, I legitimately felt like I was edged and was not allowed to come. <laughs> and that's not my key. Mistress Skinnamarink. That is not my key. So, but as I sat with it, as I have sat with it a little bit more, and I, like I said, I can appreciate what they were trying to do. Yeah. Uh, they get a one out. They get a one out of five just simply on the fact that they made the movie they wanted to make, uh-huh. and people like it. People do. It's they have made. They have had a success with it. So I'm giving them their credit where credits due. It's not a movie that I feel like um, the quality was bad enough for me to really hate it, or the because like I said, the tension was great. Mm-hmm. The tension was fantastic, but it just wasn't any, there was no payoff for me. Yeah. It didn't feel like I was paid off at any point. So yeah, one out of five. And then I watched The Addiction. Okay. Uh, Abel Ferrara vampire movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, super artsy. Uh, but Abel Ferrara is kind of like that. After a certain point, like his first movie is a really like low budget uh, splatter flick, driller killer. And then, from that point on, he's kind of, like, a little more on the highbrow high side of things okay. with low budget. And this is no no exception. Um, it stars, oh, God, what's the actress's name? What else is she in? Oh, uh, Lord, I can't even think of that now because I'm, like, I'm on the spot. But it's got, it's got Edie Falco in it. She's not the main character. Mm-hmm. But she is in it. Uh, Christopher Walken is in it. Um, I'm gonna Google who the I'm gonna Google the addiction real quick and get the uh, actual star because. Googling my addiction. And of course, when I turn my turn my airplane mode off on my phone, it uh, starts blowing up with notifications. Because you're popular. I'm very popular. I can't help it. And lots of people. I wish. <laughs> No, I do have a question though now because I'm curious and my memory just not. Oh, okay, me. okay, hold on now. Ahead. It was Lily Taylor. Oh, Lily Taylor. Yeah, okay. from The Departed mm-hmm. and uh, The Conjuring and yeah. stuff. Yeah, she's in this. She is fantastic. Uh, uh, Michael Imperioli's in it. It's got a whole bunch of motherfuckers in it. I think. Uh, is he the guy from White Lotus? Mm-hmm. Okay. Fredro Starr from Onyx is in it mm-hmm. also. I was I was trying to think of his name as well, but yeah, this one's a great one. I mean, it's not like amazing. It's it's kind of slow at points, but like I think it's good. I think it's well worth checking out. It's a three point five out of five. Nice. So, what were you gonna say now? My question, because I think this might be mm-hmm. the first thing that's come up on a podcast that could have jokingly even been a kink, and you were like, nope, straight up, nope, not that one, <laughs> not that one. What? <laughs> Skinner Marie. Oh. With the edging, that was just 
took me by yeah. surprise. No, I'm I'm down for edging, but not like the <laughs> not the orgasm, not the orgasm denial part. Yeah. That's the yeah. part I don't okay. like. I'm not okay. into. If you're gonna tease me, you gotta let me come at the end. Oh, thank you for the clarification. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, two, three more things. Three I'm almost more. there. I'm almost there. <laughs> Bad thing to say. Yeah, I know. Uh, silly. <laughs> uh, I watched Dash Cam on Hulu finally. Um, yeah. This is a movie Cagney loves. He was like hyping it up to me, and it it can it lived up to the hype. I think. Oh, but you see what I get though, or what I was saying about the main character, like she is so good at being her character that it makes oh, the movie yeah. unbearable for me. Oh it yeah, it's movie, it's. But I. Don't. She's don't. awful. She was She's awful. <laughs> um, but yeah, the movie is great. Uh, it's a four out of five for me. Oh, I liked Host better. Yeah. Uh, it's the same director, same writer, and uh, the co-writer of Host is actually in this as well. She plays the um the girlfriend of the guy that the main character is visiting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she uh she's the one with glasses. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Gemma, I think is her Gemma, name in the yeah. movie. Yeah. And Netflix, I watched a couple things. I don't usually watch Netflix a lot because, like, I just don't like Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've got my mom's login, so I'm like, you know, every now and then I'll check and see what they got on there. Sometimes yeah. things just drop onto Netflix. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got to watch it on there. We have a ghost. I tried, and both times I tried, I could not get through the first ten minutes. Um... And I was like, I can't commit to something this long it's, it's two hours long. It's one of those movies where it, it picks up a little in the middle. It picks up a lot in the middle. And then, like, I don't know. It, it is long. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one of the things that I don't like about how, how long it is. Uh, it should have been an hour and a half movie. Yeah. They did a bunch of unnecessary shit. and But it's fun. It is fun. It does pick up. And it's like, it gives you... A little bit of romp, a little bit of uh, drama, a little bit of tension, a little chase action going on. Okay. Fugitive ghost. I mean, what more could you what? want? What more could you really <laughs> want? Uh, there's a twist. There's a twist? There's a twist. It's a twisty twist. Because, twisty twist. you know, the whole, like, the basic storyline is it's, it's kind of like E.T. Mm-hmm. Except if, the, if there was a ghost instead of an alien and they were trying to figure out who the ghost was. Yeah, and both, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's kind of like that. Um, Three point five out of five. Okay. Not my favorite uh, Christopher Landis movie, but you know Christopher Landon. Is that that's his name, right? Landon. Freaky. Uh, yeah, Happy Death Day to you. I don't know if it's Landon or Landis. I think it's Landon. It's John Landis. No, it's, it's not, not him. John Landis. You know It's what? it's not the the original helicopter Just parent. Ra- oh my Landon. god. <laughs> Ryan. Landon, Chris, Landon. Chris Landon, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've liked all of his movies a lot up until mm-hmm. this point, uh, and I like this one a good amount too. But it's just like a half an hour too long. Yeah, that's my only complaint on that one. And then I watched Kicking and Screaming. I know uh, Bomb 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 Back. Yeah, I one of his flicks. And I feel like if I would have watched that movie when I was like twenty two. Somewhere in that area, like between the ages of like eighteen and twenty two, yeah, I would have loved it. I see stuff like that, but like 
to me, this one just wasn't it for me. It wasn't it for me. Yeah, I gave it a 2.75 because there are very funny moments in yeah. it. And there are some, like, cool things he was doing visually also. Uh, but from what I can tell, he's just gotten better as a filmmaker. Mm -hmm. Because Francis Ha and White Noise are infinitely better than this. We still need to go back and give White Noise Yeah. Yeah. How did you guys? You didn't finish White Noise. No, we got to where it's about to kick off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got, yeah, yeah. Once yeah. it kicks off, it's kind of like we did fall asleep. You know, because the the beginning of it, you're just thinking, okay, this is just gonna be another talky mumblecore like Juno quirky like. comedy movie. But it was like, but man, it gets weird. Was Valley a minute, so yeah, we'll yeah. Going. It gets weird. Yeah. Okay. I like weird. Uh, yeah. Two, but kicking and screaming is a two point seven five out of five. Nice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's worth checking out, especially if you're like in the early 20s, in your early 20s. Wait, does that movie have Will Ferrell in it? No, that is a different movie. Okay, okay. Same title, different movie. <laughs> uh, this one's from like the 90s. Okay, okay. And it's got the guy who plays the the evil teacher on Malcolm in the Middle in it. Malcolm in the Middle in it. Uh, you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember his name on the show, or the actor's name for that matter. But these are like the only; those are like the only two things I know him from: kicking and screaming, and Malcolm in the Middle. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if he did anything else. Maybe. He may have, but I don't know. But mm -hmm. um, who else is in it? Uh, Eric Stoltz is in it. Okay. Uh, Parker Posey. Parker yeah, yeah. You gotta love Parker Posey. Yeah. Um, love her in Blade Trinity. There's like a running gag of this one character who's like always wearing pajama tops as dress pants, <laughs> as dress shirts, um, and somebody's always calling him out on it, and it's it's funny, because he's like, no, yeah. <laughs> I mean, cozy. <clears throat> Why not be cozy? Yeah, I mean, right? Yeah. But that's all I got. That's all I watched. I will say, because Parker, uh, Parker Posey is a Blade tie-in. I loved that Blade was the Vampire Hunter reference for the kids in uh, yeah, Vampire yeah. vs. the Bronx. That was absolutely... I, love, like teary on I love Blade's cameo in uh, What We Do in the Shadows, too. Oh, yeah, that one is... That's a great cameo. Mm -hmm. Well, that was a lot of stuff that we watched. really was. We, I mean, we've got... We're right at an hour, almost, so we did a good job. Oh, we, yeah. we timed this one perfectly. Wow. Um, like I said at the top, we got... The Woke premiere coming up March 23rd. This will be out before that, so you guys will hear it. Uh, the Rock and Roll High School for in, for um, from the Grindhouse to the Art House at the Independent Picture House on the 24th, 25th, and 29th. Come see me. the The 25th and the 24th and 25th are going to be at 9:15 p.m. The one on Wednesday, 29th, will be at 7.15. I will be there on the Friday showing. So come on out. Friday. Come on out. Hang out with me. Talk about Rock and Roll High School. Um, let's have a good time. Did we say what time the Woke premiere is? The Woke premiere is at 7 a.m. 7 p.m. <laughs> the Woke premiere is at 7 p.m. 7 p.m. at BizArt Video. Come hang out with us there. Uh, cast and crew will be in attendance for a Q&A. So... I got a credit for you. I'm yeah. technically cast. You're cast.
Yay. That's all we got. That is. It's everything. Uh, Cagney, do you have anything you want to add real quick? Love you guys. Miss you. <laughs> Let me have my opinion on movies. <laughs> I'm not, I never, I never once said you couldn't have an opinion or hated on your opinion. I just said your opinion was uh, contradictory at times. Let me be flippy floppy. No, I will not. Yes. We accept it too much in this society. We need firm beliefs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, no anyways. Fucking be gay, do crimes, get abortions, kill a politician. Let's watch some fucking movies. Oh, yeah. Looks like you survived the movie madness. Congratulations. Come back next week for more chills, thrills, and spine-tingling tales of terror and movies. Because that's what makes the world go round.